All right, what's going on, everyone? How is it going today? We are going to be discussing, um, you know, interesting topic today about diversification. Now, what's interesting about this topic too is it, it completely goes against everything that we were taught growing up, everything that we were taught in society. Like it literally goes against everything embedded into us as as human beings, which is just so interesting how. You know, the, the ultra successful people in the world, whether they're athletes or, or entrepreneurs, how they just have this ingrained into them and wiring completely differently than, than everybody else. And that subject is diversification. So welcome to the Knowledge Boner Experience. My name is Dylan Starr. I got my co-host Wally Wen here. Wally, what's going on, man? What is up? knowledge boner peoples i still haven't figured out a good term for you guys yet i'll, I'll think of one but <laughs> we are at but, 100 we are at 100 plus episodes and you've been rolling with it so you might as well continue <laughs> yep you're, you're right knowledge boner peeps what up <laughs> <laughs> knowledge boner peeps what up so yeah man so so diversification and what, what i mean by that is is as you know wally you know growing up like everyone talks about you know even in let's let's take investing for instance right yep you know, you should you should diversify, protect your protect your assets. Uh, you know, put money here, put money there. Like have have all these realms of diversification, right? And, and it makes sense. Um, and then, but but transitioning from from investing into the business world, right? Diversification actually hinders your focus, and that's kind of the the topic that we're going to dive into today. And we want to explain why diversification is basically for dummies. Uh, especially in terms of of business relationships and and clients. Now, you know, kind of a a rock star in the industry right now, um, you know, by the name of Sam Ovens, he did this interesting video and he was talking about how um, the reason why he's beating everybody uh, that's in his field is because of this diversification thing that he's he's and he brought up a good point. He's like. I mean, attention with social media, this is very opposite of what like a lot of people would think when it comes to attention. But, you know, this guy doesn't get on podcast. He doesn't he doesn't do Instagram. He doesn't do anything right. He, he's just so laser focused on his one thing, making his product amazing and uh, putting his time and attention to what's producing money. And he said, why would you stop putting attention into your number one thing and divert some of that attention into like, let's say, number 30? Like it just taking that focus away from number one, he's like, just doesn't make any sense. Right. Yeah. So, and, and this relates to, too, you know, with your clients, Wally. So why don't you, why don't you kind of explain how that works with your, your client situation? Yeah. So, so, you know, I, I always, I was talking to Dylan about this earlier. It was kind of funny. So uh, the other day I got on, uh, you know, me and my brother, we had, we had our Sunday planning session. Well, I guess this was on a Friday actually, which is kind of, cause we knew we were at Easter, all that stuff, by the way, happy Easter, everybody. Hope it was awesome great time with the fam, all that stuff. Right. Um, anyway, so we got on the whiteboard and, you know, I, and I started listing out the different things that I was, you know, selling, right. All the stuff I, and the stuff I was currently selling and then the stuff that I potentially could sell. Right. And I put it, you know, so I put it on a whiteboard and I just started writing down. So that, you know, we're talking like Facebook ads, funnels, and, you know, like chat bots and email marketing, all that stuff. Right. So I'm looking at all this stuff on the board and I'm like, okay, um, and 
And then I was looking at the different clients and stuff I was working with. Right. And so I was like, so for me in particular, you know, the clients I was working with, I have, I have a good bit that I work with, but um, there's one in particular that, that basically, you know, is, is like one of the main sources of revenue for my company. And like, obviously business relationship is great, all that kind of stuff. Right. And so I look at all the different things that I could sell, all the stuff that I could be doing and that I was doing and all that stuff. And basically it was pulling me in about, you know, 15, 20 different directions. You know what I mean? Um, you know, because focused on, you know, revenue generating activity. So anyway, so basically what happened for me is as I look at everything on the board that I was trying to sell, that I was trying to do, trying to work on all that stuff. Right. And, you know, basically I looked at it and I was like, man, I'm just like wasting my freaking time doing a lot of these other things because I already have, I already have like some, somebody that makes like more income. Like like me working with this particular person would generate me more income than if I put all the things together and I did them all successfully. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So, so me in particular that, you know, for me to look at something like really objectively like that and say, okay, like, like I need to back off from selling certain things and I'm working on certain projects and that kind of stuff. Right. Like that's, that's what, that's what we're talking about here. Like, like really, really honing in and focusing on like, what is the most important thing that will, that will get you to your goal the fastest, because you can still work on all the other stuff if you want to later. Right. But, you know, in the name of business and name of like getting like getting to like the end destination, right? You want to be like laser focused on what will generate you the most income. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Well, and I, I know, too, the way you're explaining it, too, is this, you know, the one client that you have, you know, you work with some people that are like, you know, five figures, six figures. And then this one client's a seven figure yep. earner. So, you know, your your thought process is, OK. I, I, the earning potential I have just focusing on the seven figure far outweighs, you know, even trying to, um, put time and attention with the five figure, yep. six figure, or even adding new five figure and six figure earners, just because, you know, that one, your yeah. one time and focus on one client is going to be yeah, because of the, in- the income difference. Right. And yep. it's funny because the, the reason the, you know, the, the whole reason that even prompted this, this, uh, thought process to begin with, and it's funny, I didn't even tell Dylan this yet. So this will be the first time he hears it too. Um, but actually I got prospected, um, this, uh, the last few days or so, probably like five days ago, I got prospected by somebody who, you know, who's in the industry. He's also a, uh, you know, seven figure earner. Right. And basically he was, he was looking for somebody that could work full time on his team to, to basically help him run stuff, that kind of stuff, right? And more of like a mentorship position, but it's like paid mentorship, right? Hmm. Um, doing exactly what we would do, what, what I do. So Facebook ads, copywriting, you know, ad, ad strategy, all that stuff, right? So, you know, for me in particular, you know, when, whenever I looked at that offer, I was like, hmm, I was like, that's really interesting because, um, because if, you know, working for this person, like, you know, I would be at a fixed income, right? So even if I, if I took, if I said yes, I would work on his staff, I'd work as basically an employee, right? but I'd be at a fixed income level. But um, the unique position that I'm in is that, is that the, the client that I work with, we're in more of like a partnership type thing, right? So even if, so, so me, I also, not only do I do work for her, right? But we're also business partners in other ventures as well. So me focusing all my time and attention on her would give me, gives me the exact same thing that I, that I had over there, but my income potential isn't capped. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we're talking about. I mean, that, that's kind of what prompted the whole, thought process to begin with because you know a lot of people that we talk to like they're they're having trouble getting clients you know maybe it's a local business you know maybe it's a it's a brick and mortar that that does a little bit more money like a dentist office or like orthodontist place right um they're trying to get clients like that 
but then, you know, they are, they would like drop at the chance to have a seven figure or eight figure client. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So for me, I was like, I was like, I already have that. So why not focus on it? Right. Like why not focus on the seven figure client? Because that would give me, that would give me the most income potential. Cause like, for example, if, if I take six businesses or eight businesses from six figure to seven figures, that's, that's good. Right. But if I take one person from seven figures to eight figures, I made more money than all those other guys like put together. And the time and effort is, is also focused. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, hundred percent. I mean, right now it's, it's the same thing right now with our closing team. Um, you know, team live rich. We, we actually have had tons of influencers coming and reaching out to us recently. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, like we actually get a lot of messages. Uh, so, and, it, and it's so interesting when it comes to being a closing team and one to close for other successful people, right? You know, most people would, would, would harp on the opportunity to take on more people, but we're at the point where we, we have to be selective, right? Cause we, we don't want to, we don't want to undivide our focus. And so we've had to say no to like a lot of influencers. And reason being is just because our, our, our will of an influencer being Kevin David has just, you know, so many leads is already at eight figures and, the way that we're going, we actually have the potential of taking them from eight to nine. Uh, so that's huge. So when it comes to, you know, really dividing up our, our attention and stuff, we, we can scale, we could focus on other influencers again, if it's, if it's like worth it, right. Mm -hmm. If they have enough leads, if they can even have the potential to be at where he's at, mm -hmm. but we also don't want to take our time and attention away from, from not focusing on him. Because if you're part of that that wave and you're getting again commissions of taking someone from eight to nine figures, mm -hmm. that's a lot of that's a lot of fucking money. Yep. Yep. Right? Exactly. Yeah. No, that's exactly that that's exactly my thought process too. It is, it's it's way different, right? And so like, you know, it, it's just interesting, right? So I mean, what what would you say to somebody that that let's say, you know, they happen to get somebody who's seven figures, right? Mm -hmm. But um you know, maybe it's like an employee type position, like more like mentorship, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, like, what would you say? To that? What would be the difference? Like, like, would you rather be like work for an influencer and like you'd be in the background to like kind of help them grow? Or would you rather be like in a commission type basis now, like where you're at right now and kind of, but, but if the difference is, is that, is that, you know, we, we take on a lot of risk by only working for commission. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I say it depends on their situation. Um, and because, of course, obviously, you'd want to be in a commission-based um, spot if you could be. But at the same time, it's like if I was at ground level, like working a job, and I have like no skills whatsoever, and I can have the opportunity to go and work for fucking Mark Cuban for a year for free, right? Learning under him, gaining all these skills, like yep. I would work under Mark Cuban for free. But, you know, take that a step further, Mark Cuban's like, you know what? You can come work. You can help me grow. You can help take me to the next level. I'm going to teach you all these skills and pay you a fixed income. Then now I'm like, holy fuck, right? Um, so I guess the contingency, honestly, on the fixed income part is it would have to be with some type of role of, of mentorship, not just the role of fixed income as an employee. Because as you know, when you're in that role, like as an employee, right, you don't, that doesn't necessarily mean that you you get extra time and attention from the business owner. It doesn't mean that yep. he's there to teach you all these other skills. You're just there filling in a role, a job slot um, yep. from that fixed income. So there, so, so then it's just like, okay, I'm not in it for the money. You know, I'm in it for the knowledge and the skills, but if you can get the knowledge and the skills and get the fixed income, then fuck. Yeah. That's, that's a good, that's a good gig. Right. Um, mm -hmm. 
And then not to mention the growth potential in the future, of course, you know, it would probably lean into stuff that's commissions. So yep. I would say it's always good to get your foot in the door first, you know, go for free, then go for fixed income and then ease your way into commission based. And, and it depends on the level. So if they're like super high level, you got to realize too, as you build that relationship, like the networking connections through them, just like the networking and connections that we have through other influencers through Kevin David is huge, right? So you have that mm -hmm. potential to, to factor into it. So I would say it completely put, it, it depends on the situation that you're in. Um, if anyone's listening to this and they have the opportunity to work for somebody that's a badass influencer, even if it's for free, you know, I mean, fuck, take it. Like if they're going to mentor you and teach you, mm -hmm. um, if they offer you a fixed income, like again, if it's for the mentorship and that's on, on top of this better than free, then yeah, fucking take it. Um, I wouldn't say no to that and just be like, oh no, I'm like, I'm commissions only. Right. Be like, no, mm -hmm. dude, it's Mark Cuban. You fucking idiot. I'd smack him in the face. Right. <laughs> yeah, like no, smack. The fuck is wrong with you? Um, yeah. So I think it's just contingents on that. Yeah. Okay. So so, so back back to like I guess I guess going on in focus is just saying okay like make sure. I, I the main thing for me is like the point I really want to get across is just look at the stuff that you have on your table on the table right, mm -hmm. and make sure you look at it objectively. Like make sure you can say okay like like is this thing I'm doing right now is is it actually generating, like getting me closer to the goal I want, right? And I guess we talked about this before. This is like the, the part of imperfect action, right? It's like, it's good to start taking a bunch of action, but then you, but then once you've taken enough action to start actually moving stuff, right? You need to come back and look and say, okay, like now, where can I focus my action to make sure that I get the most bang for my buck, you know? Mm -hmm. No, absolutely. And it's the same thing in like, um, in, in split tests, like when it comes to focus, like, and what I mean by that is, is like, you know, me and Wally talk a lot about like, you know, getting leads, closing them, prospecting, uh, and turning into sales. Um, and then, you know, in the marketing world, you know, you have advertising advertisements where you can split test copy, where you can split test headlines, you can split test images. Then you have websites and funnels where you have this, again, split test copy, split test images, right? And maybe like different products and different things that you're juggling. Well, what most people would do is they would think, okay, cool. Let's just, let's just split this all up, you know, um, you know, ABC, 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 right. Yep. Being different products. But what, what actually happens is, is, is diversifying it that way. It, it actually doesn't make any sense. It would make way more sense just to focus on one thing. Your a only a, 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 right. Until that one's done, then go to BBB, BBB, and then go to CCC, CCC, because it's going to be faster. It's going to be far more effective. And that focus is going to make you be able to get results in far shorter time than it is just to split them up and trying to do them all at the same time. And, and I, don't, I don't think people realize that, but when you actually break it down, like it, it, that's, that's just how it is. So yep. prioritizing different things in your life, like being just laser focused on one thing, don't try to juggle, juggle multiple tasks. It's the same thing as multitasking. You know, if you guys are here to be on, aspiring entrepreneurs, you need to know that multitasking is a fucking fallacy and it's stupid. Like, it is stupid. It's, it doesn't, you know, and, and we all, we all fall in the trap. Like, you know, Wally says all the time, dude, I, I'm, I can multi, I'm multitasking. Right. And then, you know, when he's in the zone, I'm just like, all right, cool. I just let him do it. I could just be like, multitasking is impossible but i don't i just let him do his thing but <laughs> we we all fall into it right but sometimes it just takes being aware of it and be like oh shit like what what is it that i can just just focus on block out uh an hour on right yep um so 
if, if you're thinking about that and be like, okay, cool. Well, how do I not diversify and multitask? Set yourself a deadline. Literally, like give yourself one task and be like, okay, cool. I'm going to knock this out from this time to this time as an hour. Yep. And no matter what, I have to get as much of it done and completed by the end of this hour. So you have no choice but to take imperfect action. You know, it's not going to be fucking perfect, of course. Mm-hmm. And uh, just getting it done, right? Just just focusing and prioritizing. Yep. Instead of just juggling a bunch of shit at once. Uh, which it's and and again, this is a skill. What we're talking about right now, everyone is like a skill set in itself. It's not fucking easy. Mm-mm. Like right, like prioritizing and knowing what to focus on. Like it's just something that you learn over time. You're not going to get it right. Um, but and but just like Wally said, moving things around and seeing what happens, right? Trying, you have to say yes a lot in the very beginning. When it comes to being an aspiring entrepreneur, you have to say yes to multiple opportunities. Some of you guys listening to this, you don't even know what the fuck your skills are. You don't even know what you want to do, which is normal. So to figure it out, you have to do a bunch of shit. Figure out, okay, is this a skill that I want to have? I really like this one. This thing's not panning out. But you know what? This thing right here that I've been juggling, haven't been very focused on, it has potential, right? It's a skill that I like, skill that I enjoy, actually made a little bit of money. You can drop everything else and focus and go all in on that one skill, all that one business venture, right? And yep. then, and once you decide the path and you know what to focus on and you know you can grow it, that's when you start saying no. So you have to say yes first to multiple shit, decide what it is you're going to hone in and focus on, and then you can start saying no to other things. Yep, I agree with that 100%. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I guess it's it's fortunate that I'm in a position where I can say no to stuff. Mm-hmm. I, I'll have to, I have to say that for sure because, I mean, like, because you know how it is. Like, like, when we were first starting, you know, it was like, it's, it was very difficult, like, like to say no, like we were just like, yes, yes to anything. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It, it still like, is whatever, hard. Whatever it, you can. Yeah, yeah. It still is hard. Right. And then, you know, people like Warren Buffett talk about like saying no is a skill in itself. Like being able to turn down, you know, I mean, do you think about, think about at the level of being a billionaire, bro. Like how many opportunities you come all the time, like mm-hmm. knowing like what, what, what your focus is on your, on your, on your board and on your schedule. And then all of yep. a sudden something comes in, you know, oh, fuck, this can make me an extra $300 million a year. They say no to that shit. Like, think about it. Do you, you, you know how much discipline it takes to be able to say no to something? Like, oh, I could just put a little bit of time and attention into this and I can make an extra $300 million. But because they're just so laser focused on a different task that they know outweighs that $300 million, they say no. Because if they drain any, even an ounce of their time, it's going to hurt their number one priority. Yep. That's fucking difficult. Yep. So, you know, <laughs> we're not even at that level. And, and sometimes t- saying no to different things is difficult. And, you know, w- we come across shit all the time. And, and I know, you know, even if Wally contacts me and if he's, if he, if I know he's excited about some things, just so oh, I met this person, this is a great opportunity in my head. I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm like, it's probably gonna be a really good opportunity if Wally's bringing it to me. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, but even then you have to like, it's, it's like one of those things where, um, you just got to try to kill the shiny object syndrome as best you can. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so like, so I, I guess this is good, you know, advice for people like, Hey, so, so let's say you are one step above uh, the average bear. And let's say you have a client or two already. Right, mm-hmm. Dylan. Um, now, how would you go about picking the right prioritization for, uh, for, for like what you should focus your time and attention on? So let's say, um, uh, I guess you know, let's say you have a couple clients, right? But then now you're starting to have a lot of inbound opportunities, kind of like the same situation we're we're in, right? Where people are just like, "Hey, let's do this. Let's do this joint venture. Like, 
like, you know, maybe run this webinar for me, that kind of stuff. Right. Yep. Um, so how would you go about like, what's the first step to prioritization for you in particular in your brain? Um, well, it, it'd have to be like, well, the first thing it, it would be is just like, especially if I'm determining which clients to focus on and, and what to do if I'm trying to scale is whatever's on my plate, are any of them a hindrance and a pain in my ass? Right. Are they, are they, are they consuming my time? Are they bugging me all the time? Or are they just fucking, you know, bitching, moaning, complaining, always giving me fires to put out? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that, that's first and foremost. Um, Cause no one wants to deal with the pain in the ass client. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then number two would be just having the talk with, with your clients on, um, you know, you know, sometimes you got to be, be open and honest with them. And if they respect your work, there's nothing wrong with going to a client and being like, Hey, look, you know, I'm at the potential well at the, position where I've gotten you this amount of results um, and I'm ready to scale because I want to make more money. Um, now, with that being said, uh, you know, I think that you have the most potential and I do want to make that time and priority with you. If, if there's a way we can work out an agreement to where it's going to be beneficial for both of us to grow. Yeah. Um, if not completely fine, but you know, in that case, I will have to go on prioritize my time to focusing on getting other clients to be able to generate this revenue. So, you know, the, just having that conversation of like, cool, can, can we grow together and make money together? And, you know, we've already put all this time together and, and make a lot of money as, as a mutual relationship. Um, if not, cool, not, not, a pro, not a big deal. Then you just let them know 100%, like, cool, you know, we're going to keep what we have going. It's going to be automated. Um, and I'm going to take my time and attention and I have to go into focus on scaling this and generate more revenue. So determine like out of the clients you have, if, if, if any of them have that capability, obviously if they're a small business owner, <laughs> they don't have that capability. So mm-hmm. don't, don't, don't go, don't, don't go all in on a mom and pop shop or a fucking restaurant or any of that shit. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's stupid. Like restaurants aren't scalable. <laughs> yeah. It's not scalable business. Um, so yeah, just, just be smart about it. No, I like it. I like it. Yep. That's true. I mean, essentially, I mean, that's what you did with your, your, your first, you know, really big client, right? Seven figure, like you, you, you know, you had the talk, right. About like, Hey, like, you know, I need to, I need to take on more clients. I want, I want to scale. And, but at the same time, I want to, I want to help. I want to work with you. And, you know, and then, then that kind of turned into, you know, other businesses together as, as partnerships and stuff. Right. Yep. Pretty much. Yeah. That's, I mean, we had that conversation a long time ago. Well, and it's funny because, because this client was actually my first client ever too like mm-hmm. as a, like as a as a as a, my own business so it's kind of funny that i come back you know full circle we've been working together almost a year now and and i say crap like she's still she's still number one on my on my roster so it's mm-hmm. like it's like did i and so like i i go through that conundrum myself and i'm like man did i waste a year of my time like not focusing before i was like not to say i didn't focus but to say that you know that i, I like you know what i mean my, my my focus was split right mm-hmm to do another thing. So then it's like, man, if I would have like went like all in right then, back then, like, would I be, where would I be right now? So like, I have to like sit and like eat that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's nowhere. There's no way of knowing. Right. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. But you have to, but yeah, that's just one of the things too. It's like, once you, once you realize like, oh crap, like, you know, like prioritization was wrong. And then you look at it and you're like, shit, like, um, where would I would have been if I would have, if I would have realized this like months back, you know what I mean? <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And then, of course, I mean, in focus two comes down to, you know, the 80 20 rule. Why don't you explain that to everyone listening? Uh, so the 80 20 rule is basically, you know, 80% of your revenue, all the things that you that 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 is going to be the things that you like in life. Uh, it's going to come from 20% of the work that you do. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Right. So so meaning that you're going to do a lot of stuff for a lot of people. Right. But the but the amount of the things that are going to be income generating that are going to be like that, that give you that hockey stick effect are going to be that that 20 percent of work you do not necessarily the full 80 percent uh sorry 100 percent yep so you know that if something small and trivial is you know is 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 like okay out of all the stuff we're doing right maybe it's like facebook ads compared to something else you're like you know holy crap you know 20 percent of of our marketing is going into facebook ads but it's producing 80 percent of our freaking revenue right you know that's that's huge Mm-hmm. It's just the 20 rule. So you just you just keep going with the 20% because it it far outweighs the profit from everything else. Yep. So at that point you you kind of know like what it is to focus on. Yeah. And I say what if I noticed that 20% of something that that was generating 80% of re- 80% of my revenue was like for my Facebook ads, I'd fucking be like, oh shit, I'm gonna double down on that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep, I agree with that. Yeah. So you know, we wanted to, you know, really, really hit this whole diversification thing because it's a trap that we see a lot of people fall into. Um, just, a, you know, not being focused, doing juggling like a, a bunch of shit at one time because they think they're being productive, but in reality, you're not. And then you're going to sit there frustrated being like, you know, why the fuck am I losing? Why are these other people beating me? And what's even worse is you're going to have other people that's not working as hard as you, not nearly as hard as you, and they're still beating you. <laughs> Yep. And it's going to be because, and again, it comes down to that, that 80, 20 rule. It's because they're, they're literally only going to spend a short amount of their time, a few hours a day on that 20%. That's going to generate that extra, that, that 80% of their revenue. And that's why they're beating you. And you're going to be doing all this shit, you know, fucking six hours of sleep, bouncing all over the place, working your ass off and you're still going to get beat. And you're going to wonder why well, Yep. you go back to this episode and we're telling you it's because you're diversifying too much of your fucking time and you're not being focused. Mm-hmm. So that being said, guys, uh, you know, we have, uh, I think eight days left out of the month. Um, you know, we're running the, the hot seat opportunity and the leads closing sales Facebook group. All you have to do guys is just leave a review of each podcast episode, go on Instagram stories. You can take a screenshot. You can just do a selfie video. It doesn't matter. Tag me and Wally. Wally's at Wally underscore the robot. That's W-A-L-L-Y. Mine's Dylan, D-Y-L-A-N star S-T-A-R-R official. Tag us both. Use the hashtag knowledge boner in your Instagram stories, and you will get entered into the drawing to be selected for a hot seat opportunity to get coaching from me and Wally one-on-one for an hour. The next podcast episode is going to be one of the best, biggest ones that we have ever done. <laughs> Um, Wally's mentor, Jason Capital himself, is going to be coming onto the podcast. We're super pumped about it. We're going to be interviewing him in a couple of days. Uh, I know I'm pumped. Wally, you pumped? Hell yeah, JC, the man, <laughs> the man himself. So we're 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 super super excited about that. Uh, especially if you've been following us since the beginning of this podcast, uh, you know we talked about it in the past. Really wanting to be able to get him on, and so to be able to, you know, have that win. That, that, that rush wind pumping through your veins feels pretty good. Not going to lie. <laughs> um, but more so to be able to give value to you guys. So definitely be listening to that. Whenever it happens, leave a badass review. 
tag Jason Capital. I'm sure he'd appreciate it as well. And um, yeah, we'll see you guys on the next episode. If you have any questions, shoot us a DM on Instagram, guys. Give us some feedback. Let us know what you like, what you don't like. Doesn't matter. We're open to constructive criticism. But most of all, and most importantly, stay fucking focused. Stay focused. Attack your goals. Make it happen. We'll see you next time.